You're listening to Loop Page Podcast, and in this week's episode, I am sharing an episode of another podcast that I went on as a guest on the Laura Sanso podcast. And this one's all about opening up and sharing your vulnerabilities with the world and social media. Welcome to the Loop Page Podcast. I am here to inspire people to live a life that they love. It's why I do what I do. Join me on the pursuit of my life's vision and my own business success through meeting amazing business owners, entrepreneurs, and forward-thinking people that are here to make impact and change the world. Welcome everyone to season three of the Laura Sanso podcast. I'm your host, Laura Sanso. We are so excited to be back for another season and we promise you it's going to be the best season yet. And that starts right now (laughs) with an incredible guest. You can hear him laughing, Luke. Mm -hmm. Hi, Luke. What's up, Laura? What's up? Season three starting right now. You guys are in for a treat because Luke is Australian, so you get the opportunity to listen to him for the next few minutes and his beautiful accents. Mm-hmm. So all the Americans, Canadians are going to be super excited about that. Hopefully they guys like re- the Australian accent. Yeah. I don't think you guys like Brits and such. I don't think you guys realize how much North Americans are really enticed with your, with your accents, but. Yeah. Did I say how like, um, did I say when I first started this business, I was like conscious of my accent. Do I ever tell you that? No. Yeah, I was. There you go. I was kind of like, because I was dealing with a lot of Americans, I thought, oh, they're going to hear my accent and then they're going to be like turned off. But that's what I learned. that They they like the Aussie accent. So I'm like, cool. So did you try to like put on like an American accent, like a Southern accent or something? I think uh, not exactly. <laughs> I didn't try to do the, the Southern accent. <laughs> I just tried to like kind of dumb it down um, and kind of hide the rawness of it which is kind of tying into some things we're going to talk about today but get back to your intro Laura jumped in and just ruined it for you no it's okay it's gonna give everybody a little glimpse of what they could expect so Luke is incredible he is a business and sales coach and from Australia with over 14 years experience I can speak highly of him because I have worked with him he is incredible Luke helps coaches in so many ways from getting consistent clients to showing up on social media to selling to building a community. I think that's one thing that I really learned from you, but we'll get into that after. Um, and really essentially how to be a leader within their niche and their expertise. But today, Luke talked a little bit about this, but today we're going to shift gears a little bit. And when I, I had been thinking about this for a while, and when I was thinking about it, I knew I wanted Luke to be the guest that's going to speak to this because we had talked about this in the past and I know you've invested in it in your within mm. yourself and your business but we're going to be talking today about why I want to get Luke's perspective on this as well but in this ever-changing world why it has become even more important for men to really lean into what we call their feminine energy but a balance of energies and really lean into being more vulnerable whether this be professionally or personally but still be comfortable within their masculinity. Mm. How does that feel? Um, how does it feel to what to be doing it? Well, I want to actually ask you this. So when did you, you, you talked a little bit about your accent and how yeah. you were self-conscious about that, but when did you know yeah. that was going to be important for you 
I guess, more so professionally to really start being more vulnerable, balancing the energies. And where did you see that shifts in your business? Mm. Um, I'm just trying to think back of, I think like, it's all like, it's, it's kind of been like a bit of a journey yeah, and it's like a transition. So, you know, I grew up where I really wore like a, a mask um, mm. and I pretended to be someone that I wasn't just cause like you go through that period through your life where, especially in like your early twenties, you could go through school days and what do you want to do when you're at school? You just want to belong and fit in. So you're trying to impress everyone because you try and impress everyone. You're ultimately hiding the, flaws and the imperfections that you have and then you continue that on to your early 20s so i just kind of went through that typical stage which a lot of people do not everyone but a lot of people and a lot of us do and um i was just that person where i was known as a confident person right um but man i was just faking it i was, <laughs> <laughs> I was faking it massively i was just like on the inside like really uncertain scared broken inside hurt um lost and i i what i became and what i got known as in my circle of friends and community was hey luke's this crazy out there dude that can do anything and has the the the, has the courage to do anything but mind you that was masked masked Mm. through and i got that courage through alcohol and partying and drugs right so it was kind of like you know, I remember I used to work for a company and I was the manager of this company and we used to have a sales meeting on Tuesdays and man, I used to be so anxious rocking up to that sales meeting every single day because I was just, didn't felt, I didn't feel like I fit, I fit in this group. And I was so anxious, which I didn't really know on the, and the time, but looking back, so anxious just because I wasn't being myself. And I was showing up as this strong leader in the group that, hey, I'm always certain, I'm always confident, but I'm scared shitless on the inside. And I didn't want them to find that, find out. Yeah. So I think it kind of like started from that, Laura, where it's like that was all going on in my life. And then you get to the point where you go from, you change, you know, you start heading off to a new angle in life where you've done your partying days and it's like, all right, what's next? And you're kind of like, well, it's time for me to settle down type thing. And I think from there, I went on a journey of healing. I, um, I kind of discovered that, hey, I was really blocking my heart off. Um, and I went to a Tony Robbins seminar and that's where I kind of realized because um, I used to go to all these Tony Robbins seminars. Mm-hmm. And I went to these Tony Robbins seminars not because I was like, believe that I need fixing. I wasn't even aware of it. I just thought that, hey, I like peak performance. I like being my best. So I go to these seminars to be the best version of myself. And one that I went to, I realized that, hey, um, he kind of said something at the start of this. um, I went to date with Destiny. I don't know if anyone's heard of it. But the first day he got up on stage within like 10 minutes. He goes, you know, everyone here, he goes, we're here for a reason. Some of you know why you're here. And some of you don't know why you're here, but you will in the next couple of minutes. And I was just kind of like, oh, in my head that I'm here just to, you know, kind of to go to the next level in my life. Yeah. I'm all good. I know there's people here that are kind of broken and shit and they've got problems with their families and stuff. 
I'm all good. I'm just like here to kind of peak performance style. You get the next level in my life. Those are the ones that need the most healing. Yep. And then it was, <laughs> and then no he offense. said, he goes, you know, he goes, everyone here is blaming one person in their life and it's actually destroying your life. And when he said that, I uh, kind of realized and I kind of like, oh shit, I know where this is going. And I had a really big problem with my sister growing up. Like I really had a bad relationship with her. And um, when he said that, I started getting very nervous because I'm like, oh shit, this five, six day seminar, which what I thought it was going to be about, I know where it's heading and it's going to uncover everything that I've been hiding. And it was scary as hell, but that was the beginning, Laura, where I started to drop the mask and let myself out and be vulnerable for the first time in my life. And it just continued from there where I slowly let it go, let it go, let it go, opened up my heart more. Um, and because of doing that, it got me into things like coaching or like, you know, I, I quit my last business. So in regards to the original question, which was, I don't even know exactly what it was about. It was something about how, how did you begin stepping more into the feminine? Is that what it was? And just being more vulnerable. Being more vulnerable. Yeah. That's how it began. Now in regards to showing up online, with running a coaching business um because just to to your point you know yeah. i think in the last i would say and i could be wrong but i'm, I'm you know the last pre-pandemic for sure i find a lot more very masculine male coaches or from from various niches not just from coaching um you know talking about things like healing their healing journey and, yeah. you know, things about their childhood and, and such. And I'm, I don't want to speak, I'm not a male, but, you know, you tend to have this programming that males don't talk about these kind of things, or if they do, they're mm -hmm. oversensitive. So yeah. I, I've seen the shift. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the shift as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. 100% there's a major shift going on. Like, even like I went out on the weekend, um, I uh, caught up with my mates and I've got like, you know, I've got my old mates from my, from my early days, which, you know, I've grown up from my teenagers, played football with them. And, you know, they're, they're completely different to me in regards to what their interests are in life and things like that, but they're still my mates and I love catching up with them. Right. And we had, uh, we had a party on the weekend, caught up with them. And even just the conversations having with those guys, I noticed from funny you say that because I walked away from that and said to Courtney, my wife, I said, I had a conversation with this guy, this guy, this guy. And it's conversations that they approach me about that they have never discussed, which is ultimately expressing how they feeling. So, um, yeah, there's, there's definitely a shift. Like that's going on in this group where it's kind of like, man, there's been none of that ever. And now that's even happening from their point of view. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a good thing that's happening, but I think it's happening because of everyone's so fucking anxious mm. these days. <laughs> everyone's so like dissatisfied with their job. And I think that because of people um, now, because we're so, you know, social media and everything like that. And now it's, it's becoming almost like you know the pandemic working from home mm. it's like the old model of life is you work a shitty job your whole life and you chain to it and that's life because we've learned from our parents but now through the pandemic people like say you know what we're doing laura where we're building an online business we can technically work from the cafe today we can work from you know go on a vacation and work from there we had that freedom 
I think the pandemic has highlighted those type of jobs and the everyday person is now looking at it and going, you know what? I want more than this shitty fucking life and <laughs> crappy job that I'm changed with. I don't like and I've got no passion about it. So I think it's like for the everyday person, it's waking people up. And it used to be that it used to be that, hey, if you're into personal development, it's almost like you were almost awake and aware that, hey, there's more to life. But yeah. then the everyday person were closed off to it. But I think the everyday person is starting to wake up, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's a whole new consciousness for sure. I just want to quickly jump in and talk about a program of ours called The Leading Coach, which helps coaches grow a six-figure-a-year business organically. Now, if you're a coach and you're currently making, on average, between zero and $5,000 a month, and you want to learn how to get more clients and take your business to the next level, and you've been following us for a little bit and you just love our style and our approach and what we're all about, then right now you can join the waiting list to The Leading Coach. Now, we only open up enrollments to TLC a few times a year. So um, by joining the waiting list, basically you'll be put on a notification list and be notified of when we open the doors next. And you'll also be one of the first that gets access to The Leading Coach program page, which includes all the details about what's in it, what it includes, and all the information so you can make a decision um, about whether the program is exactly what you need or not. Uh, So the link to join the waiting list is lukepage.com.au forward slash TLC. I'll also pop that link in the show notes as well. So anyway, let's get back to the episode. You you do an incredible job, I have to say, being vulnerable in your in your stories and just overall in on your social media. And I don't know if it just gets me a little bit more because I know you personally. So it was like tugs on my heart, mm. but how do you feel your audience reacts to that? Yeah, it's, um, I, I think it's just, you know, it's, um, I don't, I probably, I must say that I purposely do it. So for example, I posted, I don't do it for my own, maybe I do a little bit, but I purposely do it, Laura, because um, I know it does something. So, for example, um, yesterday I posted a video of I was like, yes, I just couldn't be stuffed working yesterday, right? Um, like I said, I had a party in the weekend. I'm, I'm hungover. Right? I was being hungover <laughs> for a couple of days. I think it was like day three, still hungover. And I just like I'm going to post this because what I think happens is that um, there's too much of this going on. There's too much of, say, in regards to, you know, online coaches. There's the successful coaches and coaches that are really going really well. And, you know, people look up to them. And if we're not sharing the reality of it all, mm-hmm. what happens is that that's their model. And I've had this in my life, and this is why it kind of hits me personally, is that I've had people I that. that I really look up to and I model them. And, um, it, it literally changes who you are. If you've got someone that you really admire and you look up to, you will model the good things about them. And you'll also model the not so good things about them. Yeah. So, and I've been through that personally and where I've modeled people where I've modeled the good things, but also the, not the good things. And I just feel like a major responsibility as a leader, knowing that people are watching me. And I know that there's people out there that would be modeling me and it's like, it's only going to get, you know, to more, as I rise up and get higher, it's going to yeah. happen even more and more. I just feel a responsibility to 
be as open as possible with it all. So they don't go through. It's almost like, ah, that's the perfect dude to look up to. And life's got to be perfect when it's fucking not. You know what I mean? And I just don't want to, I don't want to put that message out to the world. The message I want to put out is that, Hey, yeah, cool. You can have all this, but um, there's going to be shitness along with it. And um, you know, you asked me before, how's life? And you know what I mean? Like I, I answer that question, depending who asked me that question, right? But if it's someone, you know, like you, Laura, where you, you're in the space and you kind of know it, if it's like a person on the everyday street, maybe I won't answer like that. But it's like, how's life? And I'm like, hey, there's always good things going on. There's always shit things going on. There's always challenges and there's always wins and there's always losses and failures and there's always this and that and that. It's always that. And that's the norm as opposed to it's like, hey, everything's always great. Everything's always great. Everything's always great. Um. So anyway, I've lost. I've lost myself. No, it's 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 so true. Like people need to see that everybody falls. I what I say is we fall from grace in the sense of you know we patterns show up for us the same way they do for our clients and things that we need to change and such. So it's important for us for people to see to see that you do an amazing job with that. So there's a there's going to be a lot of females that are going to listen to this. And they're probably going to be like, how do I get my partner <laughs> to open up mm. a little bit more? And, you know, you had talked mm-hmm. about your relationship with your sister and healing that. Yeah. And so there's going to, because our audience is predominantly women, so they're going to be like, how can I just get him to just, or their partner, him or her, what have you, you know, to just be a little bit more open. Yeah. So what would you say to that? Um, yeah, it's a good question, that one. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of how they could do it because it really depends on the guy, right? If you've got a guy that's open, no probs. But if you've got a guy that's not open, that's a different ball game. So the guys that are open, they're kind of like, they just go with the flow. And if their partner suggests this, they'll kind of give it a go. And that's all good. You're in. And that's not too hard. It's just because it's almost like, Hey, um, babe or whatever you call them you're like hey i just watched this video you should check it out yeah and then like they start watching and you have a conversation around but if you got like a guy that shuts it off yeah that's a different story we're talking about those guys yeah um uh, i think that's why it's so important for people with following and with platforms like yourself to be the leader and we mm. use that word but to to show other males that yeah you know, it can be done and it can be done. And yeah, it's look, yeah. it's a really hard one, Laura, because like, is there one easy specific way of, of making it work? Um, there's not really for these dudes that are really closed off to it. I mean, if, and in, in an ideal world, if they look up, because what it is, is that they're, they're learning from the wrong people. That's all it is. Yeah. So what they've learned, their way of how they show up is most likely through their mum or dad, yeah? Yeah. Um, or maybe their group of friends. So it's their environment and that's what it is. It's like they've learned from their parents or they've learned from their group of friends and it's kind of this closed off, uh, just odd uh, feelings of bullshit, that type of thing and, you know, that type of thing, right? So in an ideal world is that, well, 
you get someone who they look up to to be a good role model to them, but it's like, how's that going to happen? You can't be like, oh, say to him, here's, let's just say his name is Dino. Dino, you should listen to Tony <laughs> Robbins. He'd be like, fuck Tony Robbins, right? Um, such a, it's, it's a, I want to give you an answer here, Laura, and for people who are going through this, it's like um, people, let's talk about leverage for a second. People will never change if they don't see a reason to change. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what's happening is from, and, and this is what I'm kind of going to say to the, the, the women out there. They're trying to go, okay, I've got this partner here and they, I, they don't share things, everything like that. I think the first thing is try and get to a point where you can have open and honest conversations with your husband or partner um because that will open up like an opportunity to and Mm -hmm. you may if you're not used to this stuff you're gonna have to be real gentle and gradual with it you can't just go in and go full on if you guys haven't been speaking about open honest feelings for ever or whatever and then you come in and go hardcore it's gonna scare him off yeah so just maybe gradually and gently do it over time and then he might warm up to it yeah um but with getting to the leverage thing is that people will change when they see that they need to change. So what's happening with this guy is that he's just like, he's in his own little bubble and he doesn't realize that all the things that he wants in life, he's never going to get unless he makes a change. But if he sees that his current actions and behaviors, if he actually sees it, that is going to lead him away from what he wants, then he can possibly change. Does that make sense? So I might yeah. say it again and quickly just clarify that. So whatever he wants in his life and whether they want to admit it or not, everyone wants love. Everyone wants connection. These guys that are not sharing anything, they deeply want to be heard. They mm-hmm. deeply want to belong. You know what? They're probably sick of all their mates that do the same thing but they're just too scared to, to, to um, speak up about it. Um, and if you can somehow show them that, hey, everything that you want in life, you're never going to get if you continue doing what you're doing, that might give them a little bit of, you know what, maybe I need to start slowly changing. And I'll give you an example of my dad, right? So mm-hmm. my dad, you know, he's um, he was... Uh, Pass at 71. Wow. And when I did that Tony Robbins seminar, that's where kind of things all changed because I had really bad relationship with my, um, my, my sister, but in general was just, just cut off, not cut off, but disconnected from my family. Wasn't okay. close with them at all, but no one wants that. Right. Yeah. Um, so I kind of met up with all my family and I got really open and vulnerable with them and just expressed my feelings and just said, you know, this is what I'm feeling feel like I really don't belong in this family and I just want to you know I just want to start being a family and I want to kind of say that I love you and all that stuff right and when I said that to um my dad uh he basically because he's he's like that dude right he's the dude that doesn't express emotion the typical guy we're talking about here (laughs) yeah and I had uh, sat down with mum and dad and my mum's like affectionate and warm and my dad I wouldn't say he's not affection warm, but he just doesn't, you know, he doesn't do the, 
affection, doesn't do the words of like, I love you and all that. Wouldn't say that, you know, he's proud of me, all that type of thing. The guy that hides his emotions has a big heart on the inside. What's that? How long ago was this conversation? This was. Like still in your 20s? Yeah. No, no, no. This is about, I think I was 30. So this is like five odd years ago, five, six years ago. So not that long ago. Wasn't that long ago. This is fresh. Yeah. This is fresh. Mm. Um, and I just basically said to mum and dad, I go, look, moving forward, I go, I just want to give you guys a hug and just say that I love you. Gave mum a hug. She said, I love you. And then I said to dad, dad just goes, like he's sitting in his little armchair and he goes, look, yeah. goes, look, I can see what you're doing. And he goes, he goes, I'm just, I'm not that person. I just don't, I don't do the hugs and I don't say I love you. It's just not me. And I said, well, I don't believe that dad because I've seen you with, um, with the kids because we've got plenty of um, nieces and nephews. And with the young kids, he's always giving them hugs and you sit on my knee and gives them kisses and all that. Yeah. And I'm like, Dad, that's a lie because I've seen you with the kids. The only difference is, is that with the kids, you feel safe with them, but with us adults, you don't. Yeah. And I said, either way, Dad, I'm just going to give you a hug and tell you I love you anyway. So I went up to him, gave him a hug, told him I love him, and he didn't hug me back. Wow. Legit. That was the uh, the turning point of everything because um, uh, slowly what I did is I chipped away at him and, you know, he was a hugger by the end of his days. Legit. Like it was like, and we were all, even my brother and I, like this, all the guys in the family just wouldn't do it. Yeah. But now we, we hug each other and, you know, we've got like a little WhatsApp family group and we express our emotions and stuff like that. And it was just like, yeah, I think... Um, it, like it, it took that for my dad to change and, you know, talking about these guys that don't want to express emotion. They all do, but yeah. they're just scared. So just knowing that for the, um, the partners out there, knowing that your partner does want to express emotion, they're just scared to express emotion because they've learned through, somewhere through their life is that vulnerability is weakness or vulnerability will get me hurt so you've got to be really gentle with it and for example using example with my dad sometimes like i had to cop that i had to cop a hug not get a hug a hug back which Mm. really hurt in the moment but i'm just like you know i'm persisting with this thing every time i'd see him i'd hug him and you know it started with he gave me a little tap on the back and it just slowly (laughs) progressed and progressed and progressed and that's it you know so that that's it that's what happened with all that it's funny that you say that my, my grandfather was the same way with with his own children not with us not with the grandchildren mm-hmm. with his own children and my grandmother always used to say to him like you know like hug them and, and tell them that you love them and he used to always mm-hmm. say they they know that they don't need that from me yeah. and he, he passed earlier in the year and earlier this year and it was later in life where he would like you know hug and like you know tell his children that he loves them and such so it's it's funny how they're such aligned so he did do that so it was he's saying he did do that towards the end of his life towards the end of his life yeah i I don't know if he just knew that he was going to be transitioning uh and he just it was just easier to for him to express his his feelings and such but growing up my mom would always tell us those stories that 
her mom would always, you know, encourage him to go and hug his kids and say, I love you. And he just was like, they know it. They don't, they don't need me to say it. But with this, with my kids, like with his grandchildren, he was always hugs and kisses. So it's just, it's funny how that skipped that generation. (laughs) The same story. (laughs) How was he when he passed? He was very emotional and, you know, he couldn't say it enough. And how old was he? Oh, how old was he? Sorry, 89. Yeah. Yeah. 89. So. Mm. Yeah, it it sounds like the same, very similar. I mean, you got to think about as in what they would have had to deal with growing up and the people, you know, like as in, you know, their parents have been in wars and stuff and just seen crazy things and you've got no choice. You have to, if you want to survive back in those days, you would have had to just shut off because you would have had that much, you would have had that much pain in your life consistently. Yeah. The only way to survive would have been to shut it off. So, you know, no wonder that they turn out that way. No, definitely. And they left, they left their homes to go to different countries and they left everybody behind to start, to start a life. So definitely they, they had to be able to just turn it off. Right. Yeah. So people that are going to listen to this, whether they're coaches or on the online in the online space. And, Mm. you know, they're kind of, you, you were talking about like that perfectionist in the sense of they just want people to just see their highlight wheel essentially. Mm hmm. So what would you say to them in the sense of like show people like you say the the ups and the downs and the the not <laughs> the not so highlightish aspects yeah, of yeah. their life just so people can easily relate to them or more so relate to them. Yeah. Well, it's just way more enjoyable, yeah. Um Yeah. It's way more enjoyable if you've everyone knows what it's like to um pretend to be someone. And hey, it might be right. It, it might be funny if you go to a party and you're in a costume for the night. But when you're pretending to be someone for a long amount of time, sustained amount of time, or well, sustained is not the right word, just a long amount of time, everyone knows how shit it feels. Yeah. Everyone knows how shit it feels. And why does it feel shit is because you're not being who you want to be. And if you're, pretending to be someone you'll attract the wrong friends you'll have shitty relationships shitty and shallow relationships so it's almost like all the things that you want in your life you're not going to get what do you want you want true connection with true people you're not going to get that um (laughs) you'll be doing things that you don't want to do you'll be working a job that you don't want to work and you'll be wasting your um you know, few years that you you get on this planet. So it's um yeah, it's just it's not an enjoyable thing to do. I think like, you know, I'm doing this little I've got this little group of people doing helping people get confident in video, right? Mm. And one of the things I said to them, they're like these they're just scared of jumping on video, which is a common fear that we have. And I said to them the other day, I said, oh, well, the first video that you want to do is just talk about that you're actually scared of doing video. <laughs> <laughs> the easiest way to get past it because what do we do? We're like, oh, I'm scared to do video, but I'm going to pretend to be confident on video. It's the stupidest <laughs> shit in the world. Um, 
and like I've I've got a video of me doing that. So it's just I mean I've kind of been through. I get it. So the easiest way of doing it is you jump on video, and you say, "Hey, what's up? This is exactly what's going on." I'm scared shitless. <laughs> I'm scared shitless right now. You know, I, I'm worried if I post this video. I'm a bit of a perfectionist in life. And you basically come clean of all the stuff that you're scared about. Soon as you start doing that, and you know, for some people, really throwing it out there, you can do it two ways. You can do intense exposure where you're really throwing out all your feelings and emotions out to the world, or you can gradually do it. Yeah. So you can might you might do this as opposed to jumping on the video and going. Hey, everyone, I just want to be real upfront with you. I'm scared shitless <laughs> right now. You know, I've been scared of video my whole life. Um, up into pressing recording this video, I've done 50 takes or whatever it is. And you go detailed, right? That might be intense for you. But what you could do is go, hey, everyone, doing a video. Um, I'm not the most comfortable in video, but I'm going to do it anyway. So blah, blah, blah. See how the difference between them? People are going to love that. one's really deep. The second one's gradual. But whatever it is for you, whether you want to go really deep and intense or you want to go gradual, you've just got to decide and take the step to start doing it. Like no more waiting, no more like holding back and going, eh, when this happens, I'll do it. I'm <laughs> going to wait for the confidence to happen or I'm going to watch another, I don't know, who do you, who's your, who does your audience another, listen to? Another Luke Page video on how to do a good video. Another Luke Page video, <laughs> no more. Just go out there and do it and you know, whether that for you is that doing that a video online and posting it to your audience and social media, whether it's you are heading, you know, you, 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 you're hooking up with a, well, not hooking up, but maybe you've got, um, you're catching up with a group of girls uh, yeah. this weekend. And as opposed to maybe, you know, you're having a, some problems with your partner, as opposed to talking to the girls and talking about how everything mm-hmm. perfect is, actually just go, you know what, me and, me and Harry are shit ass at the moment. Um, and just like, just whatever it means for you, but it's just starting to take that step with getting a little bit more honest and truthful with kind of where you're at and what's going on with things. Um, it'll feel awesome. Now, here's the cool thing about it is that I dare say, if you're having a problem with this, you're probably being, you're probably surrounded by the wrong people. Now, hear me out for a second. When I say the wrong people, not that let's just say we'll take your circle of friends, not that they're bad friends, but I mean, as in, if you were surrounded by a group of friends who they expressed all their flaws and their challenges and their fears all the time, then you're going to, what you're going to do, you're going to go, I want to fit in and belong in this group. So you'll do the same. But um, usually what happens is we're the opposite. Yeah, We hang around a group of friends. It's almost like, oh, how's everything going? Yeah, great. It's the opposite. So you have to become the leader in this. And if you're naturally a leader, you'll find this easier. But if you're someone who tends to follow along and just fit in, you're going to find this a lot harder. But the growth and the transformation for you is going to be massive. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to take on a little bit of a leadership role here and go, you know what? The truth is, I know for a fact, and this is what I look at, fact, this person here, my good friend, who's telling me how amazing they are and they're living it, I know for a fact is that they're hurting inside somewhere that they're not telling. That's a fact. Yeah. Every single person's that way. Every single person's got a big struggle right now in their life. Every single person is sad about something. 
But also, every single person's also got great things and they're happy about things. That's just a fact. So when you walk past down the street, you just know that every single person's got the same challenges, sadness, happiness, struggles, wins, failures, successes going on in their life simultaneously, right? We know that. So if that's a fact, then why don't we just start getting real about it and normalizing it yeah. and just start talking about the good and the bad. And when I say, I'm going to, I'm going to put inverted commas, which you can't say this bad in inverted commas. It's not bad. It's just what is. Yeah. Cool. So start talking about this stuff and talking more about challenges and even, Hey, I, I think I did a podcast on this, like maybe a couple of months ago talking about, you know, the typical thing when a stranger meets you, actually tell a stranger some fucking problems and struggles that you got in your life. <laughs> hey, how you going? You meet someone, yeah? Hey, how's everything going? Oh, not, not too good, to be honest. Not too good. This is happening. This is happening. This is happening. You're like, cool. I mean, not in like a sad sorrow way, just in almost like a, hey, this is life. And I'm not apologizing for it. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. But just like hope that that person's problems are a lot worse than yours. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So, I mean, look, you can obviously choose how deep you want to go with this thing. <laughs> and maybe the person that's not going to be exactly open to it or not. But, you know, you can start with as opposed to making the conversation. Yeah, everything's great. Oh, everything's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, work's going good. Oh, good old, you know, the wife is amazing. Yeah, like this just say something that's maybe uh, an honest challenge. And, and I think, and, and I think it is a challenge for, for leaders in whatever niche, because I think we just subconsciously think that people are just going to think less of us and think less of us as a leader. If we don't say oh, yeah. our relationship is perfect, you know, the business is perfect and everything is perfect. But uh, in, addition true, to, yeah. in addition to that, though, I think we talked a little bit about the pandemic, but I think, pre-pandemic that would have slide but i think now people don't want to see perfection they want to know that people are having bad days people want to know that you know things didn't work out for them the way that they had wanted or, or that kind of thing so i think now more than ever it's important to to be vulnerable and show up the way that it is yeah you, you'll um you'll get way more people respect you and you'll have uh, better connections with people. Um, you'll have conversations that you've never had. For example, like, you know, I've had like so many people just from me sharing my stuff online yeah. and through a podcast, people come up to me and they'll go, which I never knew. Yeah. And this yeah. never, this comp, they come up to me and they go, man, that thing that's going on there, same things happening to me. Um, and Getting back to what I said, walking down the street, it's a fact. I don't care who it is, whether it's the president of, are you guys got a prime minister? We have a prime minister, yeah. You got a prime minister. Whether it's a prime minister of Canada, president, president of, the, of the United States, <laughs> whether it's the best, the top coach in the world, um, whether it's, I don't know, Brad Pitt, um, whether it's the everyday person on the street, it's a fact. They've got great things in their life. They've got happiness. They've got sadness. They've got failures. Things they're proud about, things they're ashamed about. Absolute fact, it's all going on right here, right now. So I, if you're looking at someone and they're showing all the goodness, 
that's cool, but just know that there's also the darkness and not so good happening as well. So just don't be um what's the word? Don't be um don't be not Judging. I would just say tricked. Don't be mm. tricked by it, yeah. That's what's going on. So, you know, the thing with social media is, and I always say to Courtney about this all the time, like it's like I was, I was scrolling on her feed the other day and it's just unbelievable what the shit that's like, that's the, the, the stuff that's going on on her feed, all these people where they're just like living these unbelievable magical lives. Yeah. Mm. And unfortunately, that is what all these people are following. And they're legit being tricked because yeah. they're like, oh my gosh, this person. And like one of the videos was hilarious. There's like this, this girl and she goes, she's like, she's like, um, what was it? It was like oh, something about a holiday, which we call them holidays, right? You know, vacation. We'll just say vacation. vacation. It was like, <laughs> oh my God, when is vacation? And it just unexpected. And this is what it turned out to be. And it was like, and then it showed like a reel of her like jumping off waterfalls and on these big million dollar yachts and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, this is such garbage. This is such garbage. But because this message, yeah, yeah. this amazing life, perfect life where everything's amazing, every single point, every single moment of the, of the of the day, because this message is being put out, you know, people are getting sold that message. Yeah. And they're feeling bad that they're not jumping off million they're dollar yachts. They're feeling bad that they're not jumping off body waterfalls. <laughs> hey, Luke, how was it shooting that video in the subway? Well, you guys, you probably don't call it a subway. Well, that was it. We do have subways, um, okay. but that was a that was a uh, that was a tram. So, oh, okay. Um, that like, uh, do you guys have trams? Some people don't have them, so I don't like know a what train. you call them. Yeah. Over. So, did people yeah. think you were crazy? Hell yeah. People always seem crazy when I do that stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've done it a lot of times, so it's kind of like it wasn't like intense just because I've done it so many times. But the first time and the first few times I did it, absolutely. I was, you know, I told the story about me doing it the first time and I was, um, it was such a scary thing to do. So, you know, just to explain everyone what happened. Yeah. Um, Basically, I posted a video talking about how I got past my fear of public speaking, which was I would walk onto a train, we'll just call it a train, and I would get everyone's attention and I would say, hey, everybody, can I just get everyone's <laughs> attention? And I would start talking about stuff, just Can't random arrest you. Like I never got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, you know, it's, it's an intense, we talked about before, intense exposure or gradual exposure. Yeah. Now, if you want to get better at public speaking, for example, you can do gradual exposure or it might be like, hey, I'm going to speak in front of one person, two people, three people, four people, five people, six people, or you can go intense like I did with the train. Now, when you do intense, what happens is that, yes, it's crazy scary, but your growth happens very quickly. Yeah. It's really intense and it's scary as hell and you've got to be okay with getting up there and you're really trembling, like your, your feelings are at the absolute high but your growth is massively quick. Why? Because, well, you put yourself in an intense uh, environment and then everything else that you experience is way lower. So it's way easier to, to do, if that makes sense. Definitely. So for example, let's just say we're talking about expressing our feelings and that, you know, if you jumped online and you, you, 
you let everything go. And I'm talking about real secrets, stuff you're ashamed of, that you're guilty of, that, um, you know, that you're, you've done in the past and like stuff you're doing now, whatever it is. And you've just let it all out. And it was like, <gasps> you actually say that? That happened? <laughs> you did all that. Now, if you did all that, that's an extreme part, right? Now, if you did all that, you going out and saying to your mates that, hey, me and, me and Harry, our relationship aren't too bad it's going to seem like absolute nothing because you've just come out with everything that you've done in your whole life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> if you can, if you've got the courage to do that, take that path, it's unbelievably transforming in such a small amount of time, but it's fucking scary as hell. Um, otherwise most people will do the gradual exposure. Yeah. Which is just taking the baby steps, taking the baby steps. And then what will happen is you'll slowly learn that, Hey, I've got this. Hey, mm. I'm okay. Hey, I've got this. Hey, I'm still alive. Hey, I'm feeling good from this. And then you'll slowly get more and more confident to, you know, express and do everything that you need to do. Did you have people engage with you on the trains? Every now and then. Yeah. Like not a whole lot, but you do have people, you know, at the end will say thank you and you'll get a couple of claps. Um, and then you might say people, you know, really appreciate that. And on the other side, you also had like, you know, on the day of filming that video that you saw, Laura, um, that wasn't the first take. That was probably like the sixth or seventh take. Um, I think my second take, a dude in the middle of it yeah. um, was because it was kind of like you're meant to wear masks on the tram and I didn't have a mask on. There's a guy screaming at me, you put a mask on. So <laughs> all that stuff goes on, right? So you have yeah. the opposite where you'll have people um, maybe not liking what you're doing, um, but that's it. You got to be willing to cop that because it's like this is that the truth is um, – you know, with this expressing ourself thing, if you think it's going to be all perfect roses along this path, you're kidding yourself. So if you're like, you know what, I'm just going to start being more authentic and I'm going to start sharing more about me and everyone's going to be really receptive to it and open and my relationship, it's going to be perfect. And it's going to be a perfect path. Then the truth is it's not Yeah. because some people, um, you're probably going to lose friendships with certain people. Um, I remember when I came in, I said things about what happened with my family. I did a video and my sister rang me up, as in not my sister that I had the bad relationship, my sister that I was close with. And she said, man, mom, is, mom just found out through her neighbor about the video that you did. Take the fucking video down. And like that caused crap. So that, you know what I mean? It, yeah. it, that stuff happens. But again, it's kind of like life. If you're expecting the perfect easy path with this, it ain't going to happen. You just got to be cool. That it is a slow process over time. And if you commit to it, you're going to figure it out. And we had talked about healing. There's so much healing in that as well. Yeah. Well, that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's a heal. It's, it's us healing. Did you take that video down? I took it down. Yeah. <laughs> Good I took it down because it's kind of like, you know, that was, um, I do have to, one thing I have to do is I've got to respect people's privacy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if it's, if I was, when I was doing this, I was kind of like, oh, and this is at the start of my coming out days. Yeah. Where I'm like expressing and I was yeah. just, because I'd never done it before. I thought I'm just expressing everything. I'm expressing <laughs> everything. Not thinking of, Hey, you know what? Well, not thinking that, Hey, my mum isn't on this same path and she doesn't yeah. want this shared. So you do have to be careful. Yeah. And be mindful of that. And, you know, again, it's like, 
that had to happen, that little, you could say not, not the best event with my mum. Yeah. That had to happen for me to learn how to approach this as well. You know what I mean? So it's all, you know, the good stuff, the bad stuff, we all need it. Something I've been called to, to say as we come to an end, I think it's important for people to realize that even if they don't get like a response, like they may post a video about sharing something and being vulnerable and they hear crickets. That's yeah. okay. That doesn't mean that people aren't watching. That doesn't mean that people aren't getting what they need from it to so just keep doing it. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. I think like from, I think you do this in two stages. So the first stage is for you and only you. Mm. I think it's just time to be selfish and it's like, just you're letting this stuff out for you and no one else. And then I think what you need to do is start doing it for other people. So you know how I said earlier before, Laura, where I'm like I posted a video before um, yesterday talking about how I was like hungover, not feeling well. I didn't yeah. do that for me. I did that purely because it's doing it for other people to show them that, hey, Luke doesn't feel amazing every single day and just wants rocks up, wakes up and want to smashes his workout and he's amazing every day. I did it for other people, not because I'm like, oh, I need to share this. Like, I didn't want to share it. Yeah. I didn't, like, I didn't feel, I, I was like, I couldn't be stuffed yesterday. So who wants to do a video when they can't be stuffed? So yeah. I think initially you do it for yourself and only for yourself. And it's kind of like, hey, I'm doing this to heal and get it all out. So if you post a video and you don't get a reaction, then, hey, you don't go, oh, my God, no one cares because you're doing it purely for yourself. So whether you get mm. 100 likes or zero likes, it don't matter. You're doing it for yourself. Then when you get to a point where you feel that you've made a lot of progress, then I want you to start doing it for other people because the world needs it. And that's the truth. And, and I love that you said that because we had talked about peak performers. And I think sometimes people think that peak performers are peak performers every single day. And that's just not the case. <laughs> Hell no. Hell okay. no. Definitely not. <laughs> Is there yeah. anything that you're being called to share that we may not have spoken about? Anything that we've just spoken about a lot of stuff, haven't we? Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you yeah, for being so but... vulnerable on this podcast about vulnerability. <laughs> well, you'd want to be. You know, I was going to come in. I'm not going to share I was anything. I was going to say it would have sucked. Not sharing anything, Laurie. Like... Not getting anything from me today. Yeah. Look, the first, the thing that's come up right then is um, just do it. Just do it. This Don't make this another podcast that you listen to and you're like, oh, it's so nice to hear it. So nice that Luke's doing that. So nice that we're having this conversation and stuff like that. And Laura's grandfather, um, you know, towards the end of his life, he opened up. It's like, don't make this another episode where you're like, oh, that's nice to hear. And then you just do nothing about it. Don't make another episode where you're like, that's nice to hear you know what, tomorrow I'm going to do it. Literally, right here, right now, don't wait another second. Whatever that thing that you need to do, whether it's doing a video, whether it's reaching out to your friend and being a little bit honest, whether it's going out to your partner and being honest and mm. starting to talk about this open relationship, being vulnerable, speaking your truth, do it right bloody now. There's, you don't need to wait for it. And whilst you're in this little kind of bubble of momentum that's in your life, you got to take advantage of it. Otherwise, it'll just become another opportunity missed for you, which you've already had a billion in your life. And you've always said, 
I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that next week. I'll do that next week. And guess what? You haven't done it. So do it right here in this moment and just start this new path that you're going to go down. And since you're saying this, I just want to ask, just build on this. How, how beautiful is this time of the year for people to start? Pardon? How beautiful is this time of year for people to start? Um, it's a beautiful time of the year to start. It's a, it, you know what? Well, it depends. Are you talking about seasons? <laughs> I just find this time of the year, people tend to just, you know, take their foot off the gas a little bit because, you know, yeah. the holidays are starting to come around and then people start to fall trap of that, you know, mentality of, you know, I'll just enjoy the last couple months of the year and I'll start yep. fresh in January. So I find this is mm. the time of year that really starts to divide people. Yeah. You know what? It's a good point that you make there. Don't be like everyone else. Everyone yeah. else goes, New Year's resolution. All right. No more New Year's res resolutions because that's what you've always said. It's like, just do it now. You've got an opportunity right now to do it, like Laura was saying. And it is. It's a great time of the year. So, <laughs> and mind you, hey, what are we doing here? We're only doing, like, we're, we're drumming this up like it's a big moment. It's not even big. It's nothing. We're doing a video to talk about our feelings. We're chatting to that person that we haven't been open with. It's not a big thing. It's really not. I know that in our own mind it is. I get it. It's a huge event, but it's absolutely not. How many people in the world? It's like, what is it? Eight, nine billion people in the world. Yeah. Like us, us just, you know, we're like a little grain of sand. We're absolutely nothing. So our little problem that we've got here or our little issue with our vulnerability, it means absolutely nothing. So just go out there and do that thing. And I think everyone just wants to be heard. So if you inspire someone to to you know speak their truth and be heard then all power to you so look you're incredible where can people find you how can people work with you what do you have coming up for the rest of the year um and mainly instagram you know what i'm actually starting a facebook group again um I know, I saw that let's, today. Not, let's not talk about the facebook group because it's not really there yet and i don't really know the details so instagram is probably the easiest thing so at luke underscore page um it's p-a-g-e um i'll put that in the show notes and in regards to how to work like it just follow me and just kind of see what i'm doing yeah i've got like uh, all these different ways to work with me um i've got kind of bigger longer programs and i've got shorter programs but um just follow me and just kind of suss out my stuff and you'll kind of get a bit of a sense what i'm about and what's available and everything like that 100 i highly recommend everyone follow you i highly recommend everybody work with you because i can 100% say that you changed my business. 100%. Ooh, thanks. Uh, I appreciate it. It's it's the truth. Mm. It's the truth. Can I just say one thing as well? Is that yeah, when someone, when someone actually, well, when I'm going to say you, you listening to this right now. Right? <laughs> one of the things I talk about is that when you're talking to your audience, don't talk to them like an audience, talk to them like an individual. And I'm breaking that rule myself. So, Mm. You listening to this right now, when you go out there and do that thing that you know that you need to do right now, I want you to DM myself mm. and Laura and tell us that you did it. You don't have to go into the specifics if you don't want, but I want you to DM Laura and myself and just say that you did it because we both want to give you a pat on the back and encouragement because I get it. This is a scary thing. And when you do something, 
it's great to be rewarded by it. So it gives you the bit of like, yeah, that's great. Let's keep on doing it. So, you know, we just want to give you a little bit of a, a, a pat on the back and a congratulations for taking the, the courage to do it. I, I love that. Thank you so much for that. And I think sometimes people don't want to like say, talk about things because there's some, and I hear the term toxic positivity come up a lot lately in social media. And I think sometimes people want to like, people don't want to talk about things that happen in their lives because they just want it to just be like a blanket space of positivity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So to your point, I think it's important for people to know that it's like, I'll give you a personal example. Since you're being so vulnerable, I had a health scare like a couple weeks ago and I was like, should I talk about it? Should I not talk about it? Do people mm-hmm. really want to hear about this and that kind of thing? But I'm, I'm so glad that I did because one, I, I had wished I had read somebody tell the story about that. <laughs> You know what yeah, I mean? In the sense yeah. of like, everything's going to be fine. Like this, these things come up and to mm-hmm. like, I can't just be perfect all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Things come up in our lives that, you know, we mm-hmm. have to come off social media. Sometimes we need to put ourselves first and, and so be it. So I love this episode so much. You made me so excited to go back into it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Ooh. Well, Laura, the invitation to you, make sure you DM me when you go, you do your next thing as well. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm used to you holding me accountable. I'm all good with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yeah. Thank you. Gotta have Thank someone you. do it to you, yeah? Yeah, of course. Thank you so much, Liv. No probs. Thanks, Laura. Thank you, everyone. Hey there. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date with podcasts that I release every couple of weeks. And if you've enjoyed the, the episode, please, I really, really appreciate it if you leave me a review. And you can also find me on Instagram at Luke underscore page.